Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME-CE credit. Robert is being seen today for a follow-up of his hypertension and osteoarthritis of his knees and hips. He's been trying to lose weight and exercise, which is hard to do, especially during the winter. His knees hurt when it's cold, and he's less active. The stiffer they are, the colder it is, the stiffer his knees become. Ibuprofen has helped more than acetaminophen, but he knows if he takes it frequently, his blood pressure will go up. Robert's wife keeps telling him to get better shoes, but he thinks his sneakers are just fine. He asks, are shoes good anyway? I've looked at some and they're very expensive. And isn't all that just marketing? Hi, this is Frank Domino and joining me today is Dr. Susan Feeney, Director of the Nurse Practitioner Tracks at the University of Massachusetts Medical School's Graduate School of Nursing. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Frank. So as uh, someone whose knees hurt in the winter and who has osteoarthritis of the knees, I'm probably in the same camp as Robert. Um, Can you tell us what the current best evidence is on management of osteoarthritis of the knees? Sure. The, um, the latest guidelines from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons basically has six recommendations for non-pharmaceutical treatment. So non, you know, uh, non-medication and non-intervention. So the first one is, no surprise, exercise and strengthening. That's very strong evidence. Next is weight loss, because if you think about the, the, you know, the weight on the knees, especially it appears that in the medial aspect of the knee is where most people get their arthritis, that weight loss can considerably change that. Um, then the next one is AAOS recommends exercise, which also includes strengthening, weight loss, and they do not recommend insoles in the shoes. They really recommend weight loss, exercise, and um, strengthening. So those are the, the most important um, that they have they have found as far as uh, strength of recommendation. Okay, so so exercise and weight loss seem like cornerstones of, of yeah. the non-pharmacologic treatment. Um, what about shoes? I mean, Robert's question seems like it's not uncommon. Right, so, you know, we wear shoes all the time, and it, the thing that's very interesting is there's not a lot of evidence or research on shoe type. There is a little bit of information on having a structured shoe, versus something that has, doesn't have as much support. So what is a structured shoe? A structured shoe is one that has a fairly dense and, and firm heel and um, also has some uh, stabilization so that the foot is not pitching one side or the other. There's arch support. And there has been some evidence that this might help with reduction in pain. And if you're not in pain, you're more apt to do the exercise that you've been asked to do. I think that's a really important point is that uh, there's this negative loop where, gee, my knees hurt. You want me to go exercise. So if you can decrease some of that pain um, in non-pharmacologic matters, the chance of symptoms improving goes way up. Um, Is there any new data that might help further shed light on how we should be recommending shoes for osteoarthritis of the knee? Yeah, there was a group out of Australia that just published a... um, 
a research article in the Annals of Internal Med that really looked at two different types of shoes and its impact on pain and function in people who have moderate to severe arthritis. So these are folks who had osteophytes on, on exam and then also had um, you know, a certain level of pain and discomfort with function. And so they, they structured a study, which was really interesting, is they, that people had to wear a particular type of shoe for six hours a day. They gave them, they, they gave them two sets of shoes because they know people aren't going to wear the same shoe every day. And that one group had the stable shoe and one had the flexible shoe. And again, the stable shoe was one with a, a thick, stable sole, arch support, and stabilization of the, of the shoe. And the flexible shoe was basically a flat canvas shoe. Um, and they found, interestingly enough, that it really didn't have any impact on the person's self-report of function. It didn't seem to improve function, either shoe. But the report of pain with walking did seem to improve with the stable shoe. So that the reduction in pain with people who wore the uh, stable shoe as compared to the people with the flexible shoe which is interesting because it didn't really translate into function, but um, they did have an improvement. It was a six month study. So, you know, perhaps if they had gone out longer, they may have seen an improvement in function. But I think the take home is that maybe a stable shoe that allows the knee to, you know, because obviously if your foot's stable, your knee will be stable, that it would allow you to have a little more ability to walk and do activities if you're not in pain. Well, so th this is very interesting because you know, I, I don't think I've ever had really good advice about what type of shoe to wear. I have seen things like, oh, you need art, better arch support or you need lateral foot wedges. Is, what's the data on those things? There's really not a lot. This, this um, research, this group that did this study also did a study in 2018, really looking at the biomechanics of, of the shoe. And this is where some of their data came from as far as the what a stable shoe would be. Is it, they looked at pitch and people moving and what it did to the mechanics of the knee. And, and they found that, you know, they had about six different shoes made by uh, different companies that had similar characteristics. And again, it was that nice, thick, stable, heel and and thickness of the sole as well as the arch support and the stabilization um you know and they've they've got they had six that were listed in the study and they ranged anywhere from 60 to 130 dollars um and then the flexible shoe that they were talking about uh were really also higher end but ran anywhere from 40 to 60 dollars and they were flat sole and canvas so you know, it's an investment. It's going to be an investment for someone. I, and again, not a ton of data on this, but what they have seems to support that the more stable the sole and the more stable the shoe, the less pain someone will have. All right. So I, I think we've got a fair amount of good data right now and, and, yeah. and some, some rationale. What are we going to say to Robert? So I think what I'd say to Robert is, look, you know, you, you, you've got arthritis of the knee you're gonna have some stiffness and pain. So if you can find a shoe that stabilizes your foot, therefore will stabilize your knee, hopefully, um, you will, um, this may reduce pain and allow you to, to exercise. But I think it also has to be stated that it isn't just the shoe. If the shoe can give you some support and reduce your pain, then um, they really need to get involved in, <clears throat> excuse me, some kind of 
uh, strengthening of the quads, of the hamstrings, and, and really working on the muscles that support the knee, because that's really going to give them the most bang for their buck, if you will. So the shoe hopefully will allow him to exercise. So I think that's what I would tell him is, you know, get, go, you can go online, you can go to some of the stores, watch, there's, there's sales that come up and, and get one of these pairs of shoes and just see if it makes a difference. And you may not, I will say, it may not see it right away, but at least it will stabilize your foot and stabilize your knee. And possibly get you to start doing the rehab that you need to do. Exactly. Exactly. It's a tool to get you to, to do the most important uh, activity for knee arthritis is, is uh, strengthening and active and exercise. Well, thank you, Susan. Um, I think this is, this is a very reasonable, simple change we can all start in endorsing. Yeah, and considering that when you think of the numbers of people who, and we're all getting older, this is um, certainly a source of disability, right? So yeah, nice shoes and get out there and walk. Thanks. Thank you. Practice pointer. There are a variety of treatments for osteoarthritis of the knee beyond NSAIDs and acetaminophen. Shoe type, especially having one with a firm, flexible sole, may help increase your ability to exercise. And we know that exercise is very important in controlling symptoms and improving outcomes with regards to osteoarthritis of the knee. Join us next time when we talk about how to identify peripheral neuropathy in our patients with diabetes. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primemed.com slash podcast and see you next week.